What's up, y'all? This is Black Boy Talks. I'm at Black Boy Elijah Smith. And today's episode is going to be of a personal episode. Like I told y'all on Instagram, if y'all not following me, if y'all not following me on Instagram, please um, do so right now. Follow me on Instagram at I am Elijah Smith. All capitals. I mean, all lowercases, no H in the Elijah. And I'm going to just jump right into this episode. So, of course, y'all know my name is Elijah. Elijah Smith. I'm 22 years old. I was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. I've been living here mostly all my life. Uh, I come from a, a very, I want to say big family, but I come from an okay-sized family. Um, I used to live with my grandmother um, on, on my mother's side maybe for about a couple years. I would say maybe like two, three years. And then my mother got her own apartment living with uh, my uncle. And it was cool. You know, every, my mother, she was a hard worker. She was always working. Um, she was always providing and stuff like that. And basically, we we ended up getting a, a house. Um, you know, it, it was in the hood. It was a house in the hood, but... I've 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 always been like a um I've always been a a kid who was just like an observer. I I, I was like um more you know like just aware of my surroundings at a young age and you know my mother she she didn't have it that easy you know, she struggles, she busts her ass, you know, for, for the family, because mind you, I have, I have three, four sisters, I have, and two brothers, and, you know, my father, he was in and out of jail, you know, it was one of those situations, but I never took, I would never take away from the fact that my father loved his kids, it's just some things that he's he was battling throughout his life, you know, and it led to him, you know, being incarcerated, you know, throughout my life. And moving forward, um, so we in this house, right? And it, it's it's okay, you know. My mother didn't have many boyfriends, you know, like throughout my life. It was maybe, you know, my, my sister's father, my father, um, you know, another guy. And then she had, you know, my my stepfather. And that was an interesting uh, relationship. You know, our relationships go through it. But that was one of the relationships where it's like, you know, it's... I don't want to put the business out there too much, but I want to be completely transparent with y'all and I want to be completely like you know open because I know my listeners you know they have to get to know you because I'm, I'm here talking about other things without really laying out the foundation of why I'm doing what I'm doing and, and why I am what I am you know as a person and I feel like this is a great time to really do that so y'all can really understand like me and you know my trials and tribulations and we all go through it we still going through it 
but I just wanted y'all to get a better understanding of, you know, like, my life, because it wasn't easy, it's still not easy, you know, growing up, and, and, you know, but let me get, let me get back into the story, so, it was an interesting dynamic, you know, he was a Gemini, my mother's a Virgo, um, and, and I'm currently in a, in a relationship with a, a Gemini, and, you know, Geminis, they really, like, um, they, they good people, it's just, they really don't really know how to translate emotions into proper words without it coming across as, you know, cynical or, um, just not pleasant, like, their relationship dynamic was, okay, let me give y'all an example, so, you know, you have a dominant, and then you have a submissive, and being as though my mother's a hard worker, and she's her own boss, that dynamic, you know, would work well, because my mother's a very dominant woman, and for another dominant male to try to, you know, come in and try to change things, and and try to rearrange how the whole system was working. It's just like it wasn't working. And then, you know, as young kids, when you have a, a, a new man that, you know, your your mom's in a long-term relationship with, it's, it's ups and downs. It's, like I said, it's trials and tribulations to everything. Um, it's good times, and then it's bad times. And some of the bad times that I'm about to... Um, share with you guys I just want everybody to understand that you know we all go through our own little um little battles in life to get to where we want to go and to get to where we at so basically this is what happened growing up you know my father he he's those type of guys who don't really like other men around his his kids because he don't want them to influence them in no type of way because he's a very overtake, overprotective parent. And growing up, my dad, he would he would always like, you know, test me, if you if you would say. He would he would just test me, you know, here and there. And it would get to the point where I'd be like, bruh, like, just be my dad. Like I'm you know how kids go through that gang phase where they wanna be a gang member. And they want to, do you know, want to disobey their parents. So he was one of those dads that would apply the street life to his parents and like what he would do in the streets. And I feel like that kind of messed me up because, you know, instead of, you know, um, talking to me in a very like, you know, talking to me in a way that I can really understand it instead of being fearful and that's what I and that's what I really you know don't like about the situation is because instead of me fearing you why can't I I just respect the fact that you know you firm and and you and you about what you about so that kind of played a very um it kind of played a very hard 
position in my life, you know, put me in a hard place in my life. And it was times when, you know, I was just asking myself, like, why, why is he like this? Like, why he can't just tell me what it is without applying a street life, apply just, be, just a man, like, just apply that. And some of the things that I went through in my childhood kind of translate now into my adulthood. And and there's some things that I'm trying to break. And I know we all have little, little new. Um, I don't want to say nuances, but little um, you know, errors, if you will, in our um childhood that ultimately like led us to different trials in our life. And some of the other trials that I've been through. But I'm gonna get back to the my my mother and you know, my stepfather's relationship, but I'm trying to lead all of the, I'm trying to lead that up, I'm trying to lead the story up to that, to that point, and then I want to lead the story on to why I do what I do, you know, in my life right now, this is, this is more like, this is a life story, but then again, it's more of a, a just like a, a motivational speech too, if you will, um, but I just want y'all to get get my life, so y'all can maybe apply it to y'all life and see where you could, um, you know, excel and succeed in, in your life, you know. So let's backtrack. So um, it, it was a it was a little incident that happened, you know, at my grandmother's house on my mother's side. She passed away. God rest her soul. Um, she was an African lady. I'm I'm from African descent. Uh, she's from Nigeria. She was a, a full-blooded African woman. Like you cannot get anything past her. She was always on everything. She was a little lady too. Had to be no more than like four foot eight, maybe four foot six, seven. Out of it was. She was a real real short lady, but she was so stern and powerful to the point where her like she could. You couldn't get nothing past her. And then on top of that, you couldn't really, like, tell her nothing. Because she would always have, like, a rebuttal. Or she would always, like, set you straight. So, it was an incident that happened. Mind you, my, my stepfather at the time was, was you know, around while this all was taking place. I also have a stepbrother as well. And that's my bro. Like, to this day, I still look at him as my brother because we grew up together since we was like seven i'm 22 now and he's maybe like 18 19 so we've been around each other for a long time and you know we was younger we playing we doing little things like that um and i i don't know what made me pick up a rock and and i just threw the rock and it hit my stepbrother in the forehead and it kind of like put a hole in his head and he was like bleeding everywhere i'm like oh my god bruh and then his father my stepfather he came out screaming like at the top of his lungs and if you was a a parent you know in that moment you would have did the same thing as well so what he did was he picked me up slammed me on my back like i'm talking about like to the point where like he he it was like a WWE move. 
like he just slammed me on my back and you know as a kid <laughs> me like I kind of um I don't think I was traumatized I don't think I was um you know hurt by it but he was so pissed off to the point where you know his actions led him to 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 make that uh decision and um you know days go on and my my stepbrother got stitches by the way and this was a complete accident like I didn't do this on purpose I didn't do this to to you know because I was envious no like I said I love my my stepbrother to this day I look at him like a brother and so he slapped me and my father was living in Jersey City at the time and from that point I think the relationship dynamic between my father and you know my stepfather changed completely after you know I told him that you know he kind of like put his hands on me and you know once you tell your parent that another man that has nothing to do with you you know put his hands on you then that's when you know problems start happening and things start taking place that shouldn't have took place but I I don't want to say that I blame myself for the way the relationship turned out because you know any kid is going to go back and tell a parent you know if they was hurt or physically harmed by another you know being especially if they're an adult then that makes it even more like what the hell like you like like don't touch like you feel me i know y'all feel me like don't put your hands on my kid and so my one my we was all at my grandmother's house and my father came he I, he came with uh, my uncle and he was just like going off like yo like why you put your hands on my son blah 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 you know my father's a real street nigga so you know he he not he don't care who looking who watching all he all he see is red because it's like bro why you put your hands on my kid blah 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 and from that point on you know i made the decision to live with my grandmother on my father's side so i would be so on the weekends i would be going to my mom's house um i used to ride my bike to her house like maybe around you know like seven eight years old I was able to ride my my bike, you know, all the way to the other side of town by myself. And after, you know, in situations where I really didn't mean for the relationship to change like that, but after that moment, of me making a decision to tell him that day what had happened to me it really was like bro now your father's not gonna like him and you know how your dad is you know how he is when it comes to his kids and when it comes to somebody harming him so my father to this day never liked my stepfather and what made it bad was My, my father would tell us, me and my uh, two sisters, because I got two, I got three sisters on my father's side, and then I have um, 
two two brothers on my father's side. Then on my mother's side, I have three sisters and one brother. So he would tell he would tell us. I got twin sisters as well. So he would tell us like, look, you don't have to listen to that man. You know, he's not your dad. You don't have to listen to him. Disrespect him. Do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. So we took that and we ran with it and we were like disrespect like my my stepfather to the point where it was like you know he would like get so angry to the point where he would say like evil you know stuff to us and he would like do some of the most foul things to us and as a kid when these things is taking place such as I'm give y'all an example cuz I don't want to just you know make y'all wonder what he was saying and what he was doing I'm gonna give y'all a brief description but I don't want to you know put him in a bad light because ultimately what he did kind of ex- pushed me you know to be the guy that I am today and it kind of like helped me in a way so it's kind of weird but he would say like oh you kids will never make it y'all will never be anything he would like be like oh I, I don't like your father you can go get your father and and all of this and you know my mom this is a big man I'm talking about maybe six seven 250 pounds and my mom she's maybe five four five five and this man when he would when he would get mad he would like completely rage i'm talking about like sometimes the point where he would break shit and me you know i'm 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 a very uh quiet reserved type of person so some of the things he said never really affected me until i got older and he would like, like he, and like it was just, it was, I don't want to get into too much detail of it because that's just trauma from my past, and I'm, I fought so hard to get out of it. Um, and then he just completely like shut down because we were so disrespectful to him to the point where he would not even want to, you know, be around us or even like. You know, try to make things right because he was like, I'm so done with these kids. Like, to the point where it was like, man. And me being, you know, quiet and reserved, I would never let it affect me. And I would never say anything when he, whenever he would disrespect us or, you know, make us feel bad about ourselves. And on top of that like he would like compare his son you know to us because you know my stepbrother's a very very well-rounded you know individual he's he's maybe like six feet you know dark very very handsome you know young man and of course he was he wasn't like tall back then because we was all still kids but up until this point you know he's a very attractive young man and it would be like so bad like 
to the point where I'm like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to just keep my distance. Like, I would do anything in my power not to come home. Like, that's why I got into football. Well, he actually put us into football when we was younger. Like, he would put us into football. He, he got us into football, you know, at a, a very young age. Maybe, like, I was, like, maybe, like, 11, 12, 13, maybe. And he put us into football. Like, mind y'all. In the beginning of, you know, their relationship, things was, was good. Like, things was, was flowing. But up until that point where that incident took place, that's when the whole relationship dynamic changed. And I know y'all probably like, oh, well, why did you disrespect them? You didn't have to. The thing is, when you're a child and your parent biological parent that birthed you gave you permission to do something you're not going to hesitate you're not going to um you know go against the grain and and not do it you know so i I moved to my grandmother's house and that whole dynamic it was okay it was cool like i'm not gonna say it was all bad and I'm not even going to say it was all good. But, you know, my grandmother on my father's side was also a beast, too. Now, she she didn't play at all. And she's still alive to this day, thank God. And, you know, I got four cousins on that side. You know, it's, it was my grandmother, my four cousins, me, and then my grandfather. And my grandmother was very strict, strict lady. You know, didn't take no games, God-fearing. And that dynamic, um, my cousins is good people. Like, I, I genuinely, you know, love them to this day. And my father, he would come in and out. He would be in and out here and there. Mm-mm. Like, he'd check on me and then he'd leave he'd check on the house and then he'd leave because this was my grandmother's house so he would like come in and out and you know my cousins they was good they they good people it's just you know I was a little younger and they were so much older so the attention that I was seeking wasn't being given you know because of the fact that they're way older than me so what do we have to relate to but that's not saying that we couldn't relate and that's not saying the relationship couldn't be strong. But, you know, sometimes as you get older and you didn't receive that type of attention from somebody, ultimately you're not going to, you know, progress with them in life or you're not going to really connect with them as you get older. So the dynamic now that I'm older, it's like, okay, I see you. You know, I got love for you and I do love you. But the relationship isn't strong enough to have that, you know, communication. And I would say that, um, you know, to this day, I respect them very much because, you know, my grandmother was hard on us. Like, I mean, she would, like, make us clean all day. Well, not all day, but she would make us clean every day, which is a good thing. But 
you know, it'll be like rigorous cleaning to the point where the house better not have a speck. The house better not be dirty or that's your ass. And it was that dynamic, but that taught us discipline. That taught us mm, how to take care of, of where you, you know, lay your head at. So I respect my mother, I mean, my grandmother greatly for that. I give her the utmost respect. You know, my grandfather was, you know, he was like the fun, you know, grandparent. He would, like, make sure we were smiling. My grandmother was the more, like, take no shit. And it won't be nothing, you know, type of person. He was more like the, the lighter, you know, aspect of the relationship. And I respect him to this day. You know, as my grandfather, because he showed me nothing but love and and support and care, and that's why I respect him so much. But uh, fast forward, I moved to my mother's house. I moved back with my mother um, after the school year. Um, you know, things didn't things didn't really change. You know, um, of course, my stepfather he was you know making strides to try to um you know mend the relationship but he and and ultimately we did you know mend the relationship but you know me coming in coming of age maybe 14 15 i'm starting to get like a little you know defiant i'm starting to like still i'm starting to like um talk talk back you know disrespect them even more than he already was getting disrespected but that's when we was young young so now it's like kind of a, oh, right, you know what you're saying now, and you know what you're doing now. So, alright, I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna really show you. So it was kind of like maybe like a back and forth, back and forth. But when you have a teenager, right? Teenagers, and it, it's just a different way that you say things. Like, he would, like, say things as if we were, like, you know, 30 and 20, 25 or 30 years old. And it would be like, damn, you don't have to say that. Like, I mean, he would be cursing us out to the point where it's like, bruh. Like, we, at the end of the day, we still got feelings, bro. And fast forward, I'm in high school. I, I met, you know, my girlfriend that I'm with now. I've been with her since high school, thank God, when we had our trials and tribulations. But I thank her so much for, for, for um, you know, being the one to get me out of, you know, that situation because it was just so toxic. And, my, and at that point, my mother was fed up because we're not going to disrespect her kids and expect her to love you the same way as if, you know, you didn't come out your mouth and say certain things to us. So that that's what kind of like um you know changed the relationship dynamic and then like we would call my dad like whenever like he would like you know get belligerent like we would call my dad and he would come and they would have a little squabble and it would never get physical um so you know after that you know they started resenting each other and to this day, like I said, my father doesn't like him, but I feel like they mended the relationship. But I think it's also a one-sided thing because my stepfather would always say, "Oh, you can go get your dad. You can go get your dad." And I'm like, "Bruh, like really?" 
Like I'm like, and and it, it would get to the point where it's like, bro, like I don't even want to be around this man anymore. So that's why I spent most of the time at my um girlfriend house, and I thank her so much for that because some of the things that went on when I wasn't there, um, it kind of like was like okay. All right, and then that's when I started resenting them because I'm like, bro, all right, you said I wouldn't be nothing. You said I wasn't gonna make it in life. Copy, copy. I'm gonna show you now. I'm, I'm gonna show you because you're not about to disrespect me, my character. Because uh, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm very like humble, chill, you know, down to earth type of person, and you know, and my life I told y'all I went through a lot of trials and tribulations and that whole relationship my mother's no longer with him now you know they um separated and I feel like that was one of the greatest things my mother ever the greatest decisions my mother ever made because you know she's way more happier way more um cheerful because it, it got to the point where you know, she she almost dreaded that relationship. You know, to the point where she was um kind of like, you know what? You know, I I don't even want to deal with this anymore. You're not gonna disrespect my kids and allow and, and want me to to be with you anymore. Like, and then you're not gonna respect when you disrespect my kids. You disrespect me. So I'm gonna take their side regardless. If they disrespected you or not, and that's the type of parent she is. So, coming from that, um, then I had to deal with, you know, kids, um, the neighborhood kids who were like, who didn't like us for some reason, which I don't know why. Because when we was younger, we all used to hang out and chill, but you know, I don't know what happened. But, alright, let me give you an example. So. I would get teased a lot um, in elementary school. I got teased a lot because I had an overbite and my lip will hang. Since then, I got braces now and they about to come off um, January 25th. So I thank God for that. But um, I had a bad overbite and my lip would like hang down. My grandmother used to tease me about it all the time too. God rest her soul. She used to be like, pick your lip. Pick your lip up, uh, you know. She would be, she would be like, you are, your tongue is always hanging, and I would be like, God damn, grandma, I like leave me. And you know, my mother would, she would feel so bad for me because my grandma was like so like on me about it. Like, pick your lip up. Um, <laughs> she would be like, close your mouth, and. It, it kind of, it, it didn't really get to me, but I feel like later on in life, it kind of like resurfaced when other kids would tease me about it. And mind you, I, in, in elementary, high school, I was always the quiet guy who was kind of cool, but then again, he was kind of nerdy. So it was kind of like in between. I didn't really get the girls like that. But when it, it's crazy because I would get girls, but not all the time. So neighborhood kids, you know, they would tease me about little shit, they would tease my sisters a lot more though, 
but since then my my sisters moved you know to Irvington so since then like we would get teased and I don't know why because you know my mother she was a very hard worker she didn't really socialize with the neighbor with the neighbors like that so I guess they took that as oh she was better than she acted better than them and you know she didn't fuck with them like that so so you know it was just like kind of like that distant um I wouldn't say hate, but I would say like distant dislike. And, you know, it would it would come not come down on my mom, but it would come down on us. Because it's like, God damn, like what are we doing to y'all? Like and you know, they moved and so I'm I'm getting we older now. And I feel like neighbors and, and us we had a great relationship when we was younger, but as we got older, that's when things started changing and you know, my sisters, my, my twin sisters would get into a lot of fights, you know, with the neighborhood girls. I don't know why, because my, my, my two sisters, they different. You know, they're not really, you know, the typical or average, you know, type of, of um, women. So they would get teased a lot. We would get teased. Um, you know, one of the neighbors would be like, oh, you know, um, that's why your dad a jailbird. Like say little things like that, and I remember it was a time when I basically, you know, blacked out, and you know, I'm crying to my mother, and she don't know what to do, so she like, uh, she's looking at me, and I'm sitting here crying hysterically, and at that point, I noticed like, bro, control your emotions, control your emotions, bro. It's okay. Whatever they say, let it slide. And I'm talking about for years, y'all. For years, it would be Eli, you're ugly. Eli, you ugly. Bray, that's why Bray, uh, well, my stepbrother, that's why he looked better than you. And, you know, for years, years, I'm talking about from 17, 16, 17, up until maybe 20, 21. 22 even before I got up and left and it would be like every day Eli shut up Eli shut up now imagine imagine y'all imagine you walk out your door every single day you walk out your door every day and somebody constantly says Eli or yeah whatever your name is you ugly you ugly I don't like you I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't like you. And I'm not about to sit up here and, 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 and try to be the victim. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I have my fair share of doing bullshit like we all do. But it got to a point where it was like, all right, I'm done with the bullshit. I'm old now. And now, and y'all coming of age. So y'all need to um, relax, you know, focus on, you know, your goals. Instead, y'all, you know, worried about what I'm doing and, you know, talking down on me. And it got to a point where I would, like, ignore them. Like, like I would, like, ignore it and be like, you know what, fuck that. I'm not even about to put my energy into it. Because at first, I would, like, bicker back with them. Like, what? Shut up. Like, but it got to a point where it was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't even want to deal with that anymore. Like, I don't even want to associate myself with it. So, it would be times where I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to walk to the store. 
Like I wouldn't even want I, I didn't even want to go outside. I didn't even want to be seen. And I feel like that that kind of shaped me to who I am because I feel like it kind of made me, you know, um, present myself a little more. And I'm not going to lie, it made me very insecure as a person. It made me um, question myself. Like, it made me question who I was. It made me question, am I good enough? Mind you, you got your stepfather, you know, saying um, nasty things. And then you have the neighbor saying nasty things. So it's just a constant mental, you know, battle that you have to face every single day. And I'm not going to, y'all, I'm not sitting up here playing victim. I'm not sitting up here. I'm just telling y'all my story. I'm not sitting here playing victim or trying to be or, or, or trying to have a pity party. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is I'm just sharing my story and sharing why I do the certain things that I do so y'all can really understand and, and really get it because most people don't really understand me. And I feel like I have an outlet, you know, to let things go. And it, this is one of the outlets that I'm using to let things go. So, you know, that constant tor- mental torture, because it was never physical. It was all mental. And that kind of pushed me to just start mm, thinking outside the box. So that's when I started making YouTube videos and started making content. And that's when, you know, my life kind of really changed for, you know, for the better. Because then I started feeling myself. I started to be like, I'm doing it, blah, blah, blah. And my first little bit of clout <laughs> was like a YouTube video. It hit maybe like 4,000 views. And I thought I was famous because it was people from all over, you know, just watching me. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And it would kind of give me like maybe like an up one on the neighbors because, you know, some of them was watching. And, you know, my boy Zaire, um, you know, from around the way, he was like a real, I want to say a fan. I don't want to call it a fan. Cause that would be like a slap in the face. He was a real supporter, and I fucked with him because he put he put my videos onto his um brothers, and they were like you know um watch watch my videos every day. If, if if y'all really watch watch you know my social media progress, and I'm I'm at three thousand followers, but that ain't shit. <laughs> but I'm talking like I'm at a million. <laughs> but um. Y'all would see that, like, not not y'all would see, but I would see that. You know, they they really fucked with me for me, and and it was never the ones because we would play football outside. Like it wasn't all bad times. Like we would play football. Like sometimes I would teach them like how to throw a football. You know, we just all be playing football, and and I noticed I was special when when playing football, like in the backyard. When I would do like some of the most spectacular catches, and I would be scoring like maybe like ten times, and it would be to the point where like, God damn, man, you gonna make it to the NFL? They would be like, some of the neighbors would be like, Oh, you gonna make it to the NFL, bro? And that would like kind of boost my head up, and you know, and fast forward, and I started making um the Crackhead Eddie videos. You know, I seen Funny Mike do the crackhead um, Bobby, 
that inspired me. I'm like, yo, I need to do that. So I started making the Crackhead Eddie videos, and that kind of like started, I wouldn't say go viral. I would say people started knowing about it a little more. Like my friends would be like, yo, keep making them videos, bro. You really funny as hell. Like keep making them videos. Like you, like you really, like you funny. And that kept me going, you know, just that constant support and just making people laugh. Like throughout, throughout elementary and high school, I was always like, even though I was quiet and reserved and to myself some of the time, I was also like extroverted too. I'm an introvert. But I'm also extroverted when I need to be like I can I can socialize with people, but it's just my social battery goes you know goes low at some points in my life, and I started making them videos, and it would get to the point where I was I would be obsessed with making them videos, and my whole family loved, bro they loved them videos. They like yo why you don't do the videos no more. I'm like, I don't do them because, number one, that wasn't an original idea. Like, I took it from Funny Mike, and I, uh, to this day, I wish Funny Mike would see him, and I wish we could do, like, a Crackhead Eddie, Crackhead Bobby collab. And, you know, my, my stepfather's... Ultimately, the point of this whole thing is, you know, my stepfather, even though he would, like, say nasty things to me you know to, to put me down it kind of helped me in a way because it made me more ambitious it made me be like you know what i'm gonna prove i'm gonna prove everybody wrong it made me like kind of like this cocky egotistical motherfucker and that's not really who i am as a person and it kind of pushed me to be like that because it's like look at me look at me remember when y'all said blah 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 and to the end of course I humble myself you know with meditation and reading reading a little bit of the bible to this day I don't really understand the bible but that don't mean I'm not trying or I'm not seeking God and it would like kind of push me to be like a better person and ultimately y'all uh, to this day you know I still respect my stepfather you know I still respect him because not only was he like that motivator in a, in a negative and positive way he pushed me to be my best self and I would respect him but I won't mess with him because of you know what he put my mom through so I won't necessarily talk mess with them anymore but y'all I say all that to say no matter where you come from no matter your background um, no matter anything that take place in your life that hinders you from you know, ultimately doing or being whatever you want. Don't let anybody, you know, belittle you to the point where you feel so low. And it was a point in my life where I felt so low. It was a time where it was a point in my life where 
I would try to buy the best clothes, the best shoes, just so they could have something else to say other than you're ugly, other than I don't like you, other than shut up, other than these negative words. And when you tell and when you you say these things to somebody for a long time, to the point where it's like they don't they're numb to those words, it's like y'all don't understand what y'all doing to this person mentally y'all don't understand what y'all doing y'all don't know how that's affecting this man or this this this, this boy y'all don't know how that's affecting him and it affected me bad it made me very insecure but I don't dwell on it to this day I still got love for my neighbors I still got love for their kids too like I, they, we, they all getting older being about their business and doing what they you know supposed to do in life and I respect it but it made me feel like I was never enough in life and that's ultimately why I started doing Crackhead Eddie other than you know stealing it from Funny Mike of course but that's kind of like why I started doing it because I wanted that attention I wanted that look at me look at the clout look at look at everything that's going on in my life and I was one of those kids in high school right this take me back to a point I was one of those kids in high school who would like say the most randomest dumbest shit like in the conversation people would like be like Elijah shut up like what are you talking about shut up you know, in life, when, when you're not allowed to express yourself in a way that just lets you be you, you don't really know who you are. Because it's like you're constantly getting told to shut up when you say something stupid instead of being corrected, <laughs> you know, or um, instead of, like, I'm not understanding why people do that. And that kind of fucked me up for a long time because it's like I would be so quiet to the point where people would think I'm dumb because I don't want to be looked at as, oh, he's dumb. Oh, I'm dumb, so I don't know what to say. And that still fuck with me to this day, but I'm starting to break out of my shell. And I'm starting to open up a little bit more, you know, to life. But it kind of shut me, shut me down a little bit, you know. Like when you get shut down too many times, it's like, all right tapping out like it's, it's to the point where you tap out almost and you know I, I, I've been through some shit y'all I got a lot of story times but I'm gonna get into that in a different episode but this is just a basic well, some of the basic things that I've been through in my life I didn't really go into too much depth because I want to um, say that for a different episode um, so I gave y'all a lot of kind of like below surface, um, you know, situations. And I just want y'all to take what happened to me in my life. Not that it was so terrible, but do y'all understand the mental matches that I used to have in my life? And y'all would see why Eli do what he does and why he is, why he does what he does, you know? Um... I never got therapy, 
you know, for some of the shit that happened to me in my life, because I feel like I'm a man, and sometimes, as a man, you have to toughen up and just take shit for what it is, you know, take it with a salt, with a, with a grain of salt, and just push through it, and that's what I want y'all to, um, Understanding our life. This is for teenagers and any kids who listening to this podcast, even adults, you know, that's still struggling with um, bullying and childhood trauma. All I'm saying is fight through the trauma. Sometimes you have to go back in life to, to deal with that trauma. And you have to talk about it. Because when you hold something in for too long, it starts to fester up and build up to the point where you resent anything that reminds you of that traumatic moment or experience or it could be a genuine person and if that person you know reminds you of that traumatic experience in your life it'll ultimately make you you know um resentful and bitter and don't don't become bitter because of you know children and children being children like don't don't let that make y'all bitter if anything just fight through the pain you know go back to your trauma look it in the eye you know tell that trauma to go fuck yourself because look at me i'm way better now i am you know fearless i am resilient i am i am me past determine my future and that's what I struggled with for a long time letting my past kind of fuck up future relationships but I've, I've dealt with a little bit of my past and I'm able to heal and I've, I've been able to heal from my past in those situations that's why I'm able to express it and talk about it because I've healed from it and sometimes I'm not gonna lie y'all sometimes I do think about it, and I'll be like, damn, why do I act like this? And then I would think of a situation that happened in my past, and I'll be like, ah, that's why. So sometimes you got to think like, oh, this is why that's happening, or that's why this is happening because of what happened to me back then. And some of y'all understand this. I know some some people understand this, but there's some people that really don't understand why y'all act the way y'all act. And it has everything to do with your childhood and how you were raised and how you were brought up. And whatever whatever happened to you in your past, all I'm saying, y'all, if y'all don't take nothing from this, if y'all don't take nothing from this episode, take this. face your past head on really analyze and understand yourself because everything that happens to you in your life and why you are how you are is directly linked to your past and to your trauma as a child that's why you are the way you are that's why you act that's <clears throat> that's why you react the way you react because something in your past and then something in the present triggered it. So now you're like, okay, that's why that happened. So really analyze yourselves. Just take take a day to really to really when y'all interacting with people, really take a look at the person you interacted with. Then look at yourself. 
and then think about your past. And then if they remind you of something that happened in your past, bring it up to them. You know, don't be afraid to um, speak about certain situations that happened in your past. Don't be afraid to be like, yo, you remind me of the time where blah, blah, blah happened to me. And, and you don't even have to make it a side pity story. Just be like, yo, I remember this happened to me and you remind me of that person. But don't make it weird, of course. Don't make it weird as hell. Like, <laughs> But what I'm saying is, y'all, understand that everything that goes on, everything that happens in your life, everything that happens to you, and everything everything that, that ultimately comes to your life is directly linked to your past. So if you don't deal with your past, your present is going to reflect your past. And you don't want that to happen because it leaves you stagnant. You know, it leaves you stuck. It leaves you in a rut. It leaves you... Just worried about the wrong thing. So listen, y'all. Just know that. Take take my story, and of course, there's plenty more stories. This is just a brief in depth of of me, who I am, my family, um, how how I was brought up, and just understand that y'all could get through anything. Y'all could get through anything as long as y'all got God. As long as y'all got faith And this is not one of them deep Oh I was abused This is not one of them Oh I was relentlessly tortured This is more like a a Mental battle that I had to face in my life And how I overcame The mental battle And 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 I'm trying to get y'all To overcome y'all mental battles Cause I still face mental battles Like it would never stop the, the 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 battle is always gonna be here. The only way to defeat the battle is to defeat yourself. So listen, just know that everything will be okay. If you are being bullied out there, if you are being you know mentally abused. Emotionally abused. Um, just look at that person and really just analyze them real quick. Analyze them and be like, hmm. Only reason why you why you doing that to me is because deep down something about you that you don't like. And I get that and I understand that. And that's why I'm not gonna let it affect me. Because it's something within you that's that's that's, that's, that needs um, help That needs fixing So y'all This was um, my life story Part one I don't know what to name it But I hope y'all took my story And took how I came up And I hope y'all just apply it to y'all lives If y'all out there You know Just being negatively talked to Or just not really having that love or affection or whatever you need in your life, you can always talk to me. Follow me on Instagram at I am Elijah Smith, no H in the Elijah. Follow me on Twitter at I am Elijah Smith, no H in the Elijah. Thank y'all for listening. I hope this helped because this took a lot for me to um, do. So I hope this really helped and I hope this really give y'all a little understanding of me um 
Like I said, man, thank you for listening. This is the Black Boy Talks Podcast. I'm your black boy, Elijah Smith. Peace, y'all.